Hello and welcome to the Peaceful Soul Podcast, conversations and meditations to help you live a more calm and peaceful life. I'm Alicia Lynn Diaz, Ayurvedic health practitioner, transformational healer, meditation guide, and devotional singer. And I've created courses and programs that have supported thousands of people to transform their health, to heal their emotions, to bring more harmony to their mind, and to awaken their spiritual purpose and live a more fulfilling life. And now I'm being called to share this wisdom in a more open source format via this podcast so it can reach more people that truly need it. Because I deeply believe that a peaceful world begins with cultivating inner peace inside of each and every one of us, and together we can bring more harmony to the world at large. In today's episode, we're going to dive into this really empowering topic, the fire in your belly. The fire in your belly is not just a digestion, although that is one thing that we'll touch upon, the Agni or the Ayurvedic term for digestive fire, but more so we're going to dive in today to your passion. We're going to be talking about your passion, your power, how to invoke this bodily intelligence, this wisdom that is at the core of your being. I'm going to share a crazy story that just happened to me just last week, within the last two weeks, where I connected with this fire in my belly in a new way and it resolved my back pain instantly. Back pain that I'd been having for the last couple years after being on crutches for three months and hurting my knee. Long story, I'll spare you those details, but I will share with you that I've been having this chronic spasm in my low back and when I got in touch with this fire in my belly, the intelligence moved through my body and resolved that pain. And so I want to share with you a bit about that story, some of the Ayurvedic perspective on how and why that's happened, and and how you can and show you how you can cultivate and connect with that part of you as well, that inner power and that innate bodily intelligence. And then finally today we'll wrap up with a short guided meditation, again to help you to to guide you into the depths of your own inner wisdom, inner intelligence, your inner passion and power, that fire in your belly, and I'll guide you through an embodiment practice so you can access that place as well. So we'll play a little bit of music right now and dive right into today's episode. And thank you so much for being here. Please support this podcast by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Please also hit the subscribe button and consider donating to support this podcast and the peaceful world movement at alishalindiaz.com forward slash donate.
fire in your belly. Mm, This is such a juicy topic. So the fire in your belly is more just than the metaphor of the passion or power in your solar plexus, right? The core of your being is the wisdom that you seek. The core of your being beyond the musculature, beyond the core muscles that you can access in Pilates, the core of your being is infinite. The core of your being has, contains within it the every seed of intelligence of life. Imagine the tiny little acorn that becomes the massive, strong, brilliant oak tree, right? It's the spring season here in the Pacific Northwest at the moment that I am recording this audio (laughs) and I am working in my garden a lot. I have a greenhouse. I have 1,100 baby plant starts that I'm going to be planting in my garden as soon as it's warm enough. Some of those will actually be going out this afternoon after I record this podcast. (laughs) And I'm just in amazement every single day how these teeny tiny seeds, some of them are the size of the tip of my pen. These teeny tiny seeds unravel and unfurl this into this incredible plant that becomes my food that gets digested through my mastication, my chewing, through peristalsis, moves through my gut, becomes digested, absorbed, and assimilates and becomes my body. So these tiny little seeds the intelligence, this power unfolds within them, this code unfolds within them that they grow. And then the, ne- the next miraculous transformation is that they become this food that I eat and it merges with my consciousness. The food that you eat becomes you. You become the food that you eat. Oh, the miracle of life. A side note on these codes, (laughs) the energetic imprint to, we, we literally can become whoever and whatever we decide to become, right? To some degree, if we are, you know, if we want to be a world famous, you know, the best basketball player in the world and our genetics, you know, has caused us to be a, you know, 4'11", you know, person, 4'11". Maybe we won't be the best basketball player in the world no matter how much we will it or want it. But all of those, you know, criticisms and skepticisms of that statement aside, where is that true? Where can that be true for you? The person you're destined to be, the destined to become, is the person you choose to be, is the person you decide to be, is also connected to the revealing of the real you, 
under the surface. So maybe it's not about becoming and doing, but it's about letting go of all the things that are not the true you. And so when we get in touch with our passions, right, the things that you are uniquely passionate about are just that. They are unique to you. And that passion and that inner power comes from the fire in your belly. When the fire in our belly is weak, physiologically and energetically, we can't digest our food, we have no energy, we get bloated, we, can't, we don't speak our truth in the world around us, we are indecisive, we feel a low sense of self-worth, we spiral out in self-deprecating thoughts, um, we feel like the world is happening to us instead of for us, we feel at effect of all the causes of the world. Maybe we even feel like a parasite on the planet. We have disempowering belief systems that cause us to feel weak. On the other hand, when that fire in your belly is burning brightly, you wake up in the morning with passion, with a spark, feeling empowered to be, do, and have whatever you is most aligned with your soul. And you have energy and you exude a radiance about you. People feel good in your presence. And you feel good about being out there in the world to give your gifts, to shine your light. I work with a lot of highly sensitive people and empaths and I can relate to those labels in myself. I don't think we are tethered to those labels but if you find yourself with tendencies to being an HSP or someone who has a highly sensitive kind of nervous system and you feel like you experience the world in a very heightened way or you identify with being an empath and you experience emotions in a very heightened way and others emotions in a very heightened way when the fire in your belly is low, you will feel overwhelmed with the sensory input. Um, being an HSP, being an empath, you will feel like you need to stay away from people and situations and shelter yourself to get away from those energies. And um, when the fire in your belly is strong, you tend to overflow like like I said radiant radiant energy radiates outward so that fire in your belly fills you from within it moves out from the depth the infinite depth of the core of your being it moves outward front back side side top bottom and it radiates outward and when it, that fire and that warmth and that brilliance and that radiance emanates out in all directions it doesn't it cannot leave you with any leaky energy holes to absorb or be 
mm, negatively affected by the world around you. And so much of this is is the meaning that we make. And when I say negatively affected by the world around you, well, when you're in a challenging situation, um, like I was, I had a very traumatic experience just last week and I was deeply empathetic and I held myself through those. In fact, the next episode, I plan to share all of that story and how to hold myself, how to hold yourself through dark times, through challenging moments. And it's different to have empathy than to be totally taken over by the energetics of the situation that you're in. There's a way that you can still access your own empowerment, your own wholeness, and not feel separate from. When we feel separate from these other energetic emanations and we feel at effect of them, that's when you can tap in to this fire in your belly and it emanates outward and you become at cause for how you experience the world around you. So when that fire in your belly is burning brightly, you experience this empowerment, you experience the radiance, you experience the energy, the clarity, and the fullness of embodying your own wisdom so a note on the physiological expression of the fire in your belly in ayurveda this is called agni agni means fire it also is one of the names of the deity a fire the a god name for god it is the life-giving kind of solar energy agni in your physical body the primary agni that governs all the other agnis which you have thousands every single the center of every single cell is your metabolism that is an agni that transforms the nutrients that come to the cell transforms it into energy and the life-giving properties um, that each cell has to sustain its life. And every single organ has a governing agni, a governing fire. Um, and then the governing fire of your whole body is the jatara agni, which is your essentially your stomach agni the the center of your digestion but it's your whole gut and the agni is connected this fire in your belly is connected not only to the gut health but as we know in modern science now the gut brain connection gut brain access access and the Digestive fire is not only responsible to absorb, assimilate, and integrate the nutrients that it receives through your mouth when you eat food and drink liquids. It's not responsible only to digest, absorb, and assimilate those nutrients physically. Your agni 
also digests your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and every sensory perception that comes in through your eyes, through your ears, through your skin, through your nose, and through your tongue. All the sensory perceptions of your tastes, touch, smell, sight, and sound. (laughs) So your Agni is digesting every sensory experience that's coming in right now as you're listening to me, the words that I'm speaking, you are digesting, you are translating the language into meaning and then you are absorbing that information and on many different levels it's happening not just cognitively but also energetically there's a spiritual transmission that comes through relaying it from person to person through an embodied experience we all know the experience when you hear someone you might hear a phrase from someone who hasn't embodied it before you might have heard a concept or read a meme somewhere but it didn't quite land for you until you heard another person a particular person say it that you're like wow this just lands in the depth of a level that I've heard this concept or thing before right have you had this experience But now I just really clicks. And sometimes it clicks just because it's coming to you at the perfect moment and the perfect junction in your life and you're experiencing it in this new way and it clicks for you as a new integration. And sometimes it's because of who's delivering it. Who's delivering it and the way that they're delivering it because there's this deeper embodied transmission that comes through. And so I know I got to experience that with both of my mentors. Well, I've been really blessed to have two primary mentors, but I do have other mentors in addition to that. And they're all very, very embodied teachers. And one of my Ayurvedic mentors, I'd say both of them really were very, very enlightened beings, but particularly Dr. Vasant Ladd, when you are near him, the closer you are to him and you look into his eyes, there's this incredible, potent spiritual transmission. It's just like even just making eye contact with him, it's like from that close, it's like this field, that fire is just emanating from him in such a profound way. And when you look into his eyes, it's almost, it's just stunning. It The first time that happened to me, I was taken aback because I instantly saw this vast ocean in his eyes. And it was like the ocean of the eternal, eternal, infinite space was in his eyes. And as I've integrated my experience of studying with him for two years full time, I started to realize like, oh, he was not just teaching us Ayurveda, he was giving us a potent transmission. 
of his embodiment of this spiritual essence. And so in the same way, the life experience that you've had, your stories and experiences, when you share those from the depth of your being with others, they get to receive the spiritual transmission that comes with those and the energetic transmission that comes with those. And Ayurveda actually categorizes the types of speech and communication that we have with one another as human beings. There are four levels of communication and one is the level of words all the way down to the level of the heart and the level of the fire in your belly the level of like the depth of your being and then there's the deepest level which is the the most you can't translate it it is the space i pause because it really can't be spoken about um if this is an interesting topic to you i'm happy to go into it in another episode the levels of speech and communication we can totally do that but I don't want to get too far off but yeah the reason that this topic though is relevant to the fire in your belly is that the fire in your belly you access this part of your personal power the your own sense of value and worth and your passion and this is where you access the depth of your purpose for being here the core of your being is the wisdom that you seek and this bodily intelligence in the depth of your core is the same intelligence that are in those seeds in my garden it's the same intelligence that are in the acorns that grow into the massive oak trees it's the same intelligence that started all of creation and that continues to create creation is happening in every single moment in every single breath and that connecting with that place brings everything in your body in your life in your mind into harmonious alignment and what would it feel like to experience harmonious alignment in your body right now day in and day out if you didn't have the pain that ailed you or the difficult moon cycles or the hormonal imbalance or the gut dysbiosis or the food sensitivities or the headaches or the transient pain or the imbalances and things that you go to the doctor and they're like well there's nothing wrong with you here just take this pill and then you just keep getting frustrated hitting the dead ends like what if you had the power 
within you already, not by your own will, but by something much greater than yourself. What if you could peel back the layers and get in touch with that place within? What would that do for your life, for your health, for your relationships, for your finances, for your business, for your work, for your career, for your happiness, for your ability to experience life in the most fullest, joyous way possible? What would that do for you? So I want to share with you the story of what I experienced last week, two weeks ago now, and, and then guide you through a practice so you can start to get in touch with that empowering fire in your belly, that, that core of your being. So I had been challenged... And all challenges bring a gift. (laughs) But I had been mega challenged with this back spasm that I've had for close to two years. Where two years ago, I was living on Maui. I live in Oregon now. But two years ago, I was living on Maui and I tore my meniscus in my knee, my right knee. And I spent weeks working on self-healing because it was a fairly minor tear and I didn't want to have to go into surgery. So I had crutches and I had to walk on my left side for a number of weeks using only my left foot to walk and then crutching. And and it was self-healing, it was healing, it was healing. And I was about to leave lead a retreat and I was about to fly and travel for my grandfather's 90th birthday and I had like a bunch of things coming up and so I was like very diligent trying to heal the knee long story short um I retore it right before my travels right before the retreat I had to leave and right before I moved to Oregon so this extended I couldn't get the surgery in between any of these things so I stayed on crutches and got the surgery once I got to Oregon. So that time period and landed me being on crutches for almost 90 days, walking every single day for 90 days on one side of my body. And during that time, my low back started taking a, the, the, I guess the brunt of the work in a way and um, as a dancer when I was younger like I have a hypermobile low back so all these things all of the the perfect storm happened so that this one part of my back got so knotted up like a spasm and I went through lots of physical therapy to heal my knee to work on my back but there's always been in the last couple years or year and a half since then, there's just been this lingering knot. 
And when I try to go backpacking or I try to lift heavy things, it's just still there and it still spasms. So two weeks ago, I was, um, I was chanting, actually, chanting the mantra for pure love, which is in episode seven, right before this episode. I was chanting that mantra over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I realized as I was chanting it that the energy wanted to move in my body in a certain way. And so I just started witnessing where the energy would move. And as I would inhale, I would feel the prana in your breath, the life force energy move through my upper shoulders and it started to expand. Now, if any of you, if you have taken a yoga class, sometimes the teacher will touch a different part of your body and say, here, bring bring your breath here. And as you inhale, you kind of imagine that you're sending the breath to that area and it's not sending the air. Obviously, the air goes in and out your lungs, but it's sending the prana to that area. So the teacher will touch you in that little spot or just make a verbal initiation for that and say, okay, breathe more into here and then you expand that area. And so it was kind of like that. So I felt the energy moving through my upper back and I felt my prana expand in the upper back. And then everything kind of concentrated into the side of my back and my posture went into this weird position where I was kind of stretching in a certain way and just like kind of hanging in this weird way, which was just helping my inhales and the mantra was like moving from the inside out and it was filling and it was radiating like I talked a lot about radiate radiant energy before and it was like I was in touching this mantra the mantra is aham prema and it was like aham prema in that one little spot and it just started moving out in all directions from that spot in the knot and it was really tight, but it started to soften everything. And then the breath kept moving through all the different places. And then I kind of sat back up because I was like hunched in this weird position for a while as I was breathing and repeating the mantra there. And I was repeating the mantra silently, by the way. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, learn the mantra, sing the mantra with me, and then you can do this. You can do that practice just as a silent meditation as well, or you could have it playing. And just see where the energy wants to move in your body. That's a great option. Um, but then I kind of like had this wave of peace. And then I was just sitting there on the meditation cushion. And I could feel that something else wanted to happen. And I had started getting the intuition weeks before that this challenge I've been having with my back, that it needed it didn't need another healer. It didn't need another physical therapist. It didn't need another massage therapist. It didn't need another yoga class or another yin class or another restorative class or it didn't need another um, acro yoga. It didn't need another restorative aerial silks, like all these things that I have done that and I everything's shut down right now because of the lockdown. So I can't go to any of my classes or see any of my practitioners 
And it was the perfect storm because it was like all of that was falling away and it was like you don't need any of those. Yeah, having support and a network of healers around you is phenomenal. I suggest it for everyone. But ultimately, our guides and the doctors and healers and practitioners, they are our signposts. They are your signposts. You are the leader. You are the one with your hands on the steering wheel of your life, of your body. The GPS just gives you an, a route. And there's so many different routes to get to your destination. But it's like, oh, turn here and then on the street, right? Our practitioners and our healers are signposts. The power is in your hands. The power is within you. The power is in you accessing this fire in your belly. I've seen it dozens and dozens and dozens and hundreds and hundreds of times with all of my students that I've had the blessing to mentor over the years through the enlightened body system. One of the things we say in the enlightened body system is you are the leader of your cells. I am the leader of my cells. Repeat it after me. I am the leader of my cells. You are the one steering the ship. All those healers and support around you are your guideposts, your signposts. So I had started getting, in the weeks leading up to this experience, I'd started feeling an intuition that I needed to come deep deeper into myself than I ever have before and I've been able to do some miraculous healing in my own life by reclaiming my power by using Ayurveda and aligning my body with this intelligence with the rhythms of nature I've been able to heal from PTSD from chronic migraine headaches from cycle imbalances with my menses reproductive issues that my doctor's told me I would never heal from, that I needed to take pills for the rest of my life, from inflammatory and um, inflammatory gut symptoms and immense food sensitivities. I've been able to heal quite a lot in my physical body. And this little hint of my own intuition was like, yeah, and you're going to go deeper into the core of your being than you ever have before. And I was like, oh, okay. I just got to create space for that. <laughs> and I almost, I got these kind of prophetic visions of what that might look like or feel like. And I realized as I was sitting on this cushion, on my meditation cushion, after I was doing the mantra meditation, that this was the moment that to go within and I didn't have to try I just let go of trying in fact and when I did when I did I had another mystical experience but deep inside of my own body and I shared with you in episode what episode was that in episode three, I believe, my first mystical experience. And yeah, it was episode three. And in that story, 
my first mystical experience was merging with the cosmos kind of outside of me but like my being just became really really big and I dove my field of vision was completely immersed in the cosmic stars like it was just stars in every direction space and stars and vastness but it was kind of like in some ways it was outside of me but it was like my being had just gotten really really big and was merged with all of existence and in this experience I did the mantra meditation I just sat in silence and I went deep within the core of my belly it was like I dove into my belly button and accessed space and it was just space and space and space and I got smaller and 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 smaller until it was so microscopically small beyond what I could ever fathom but it was the same amount of space that I experienced in the stars but that vastness of space was deep within my own core and it was black it was dark it was the void it was nothingness it was neutral it wasn't good or bad it wasn't right or wrong it wasn't up or down it wasn't positive or negative it just was and it was space in all directions but deep 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 inside of myself and I was with that void for a bit and then something interesting happened in my mind's eye when I was in the blackness in the darkness in the spaciousness all of a sudden I saw a teeny tiny light a light that was no bigger than a grain of sand and then I zoomed in on the light with my consciousness and I saw that the grain of sand was a tiny little fire it was a tiny little fire and it was as if I was holding this tiny little grain of sand fire in the palm of my hand. And when I got closer and closer and closer to it, I noticed that it was a havan, a homa, which are the Sanskrit words for fire ceremony, Vedic fire ceremony. I do this practice. It's a spiritual practice that helps amplify your prayers and is very, very healing. It's called Agnihotra, which is a type of Havan or Homa, a type of fire ceremony that is offered at sunrise and sunset. And it has a tiny little copper pyramid of precise geometric proportions. So it's like the top of a, it's a pyramid but it's upside down and it holds the fire in it. It's made out of pure copper. And 
it's a very, very powerful ceremony. I talked about this ceremony in some earlier episodes as well. But this, in the power of prayer episode, I talk about the Agnihotra fire ceremony and some of the miracle healing experiences I've had. There's so many more stories of that, but I don't want to derail my experience right now. But I was doing, it was like a teeny, 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 tiny grain of sand sized me doing a little tiny fire ceremony in a copper pyramid, singing and chanting. And these, and I just kept zooming in and then I noticed inside that fire was another me doing a fire ceremony and inside that fire was another me doing the fire ceremony and praying and inside that fire was another me doing a fire ceremony and praying (laughs) and so on and so on until finally I just stopped to observe me doing this fire ceremony and praying and it was so tiny and so vast all at the same time And I noticed that as I was chanting the Sanskrit into the fire, it was emanating these waves out in all directions. And it was emanating these waves out in all directions and it was becoming, it was the energetic imprint of existence. I was creating through the sound vibration, through the prayer, through the wave, through the sound vibration. And it was becoming the fabric. It was the fabric of existence. So when we sing and when we chant and when we pray, that sound, first there was the word and the word was God. Sound vibration is the emanation of creation. And so there I was, this microscopic little teeny, teeny, tiny, fire ceremony, prayer, singing happening. And I witnessed that. And I was with that fully for a moment. And then, like a wave of energy, as I witnessed that, a wave of energy started emanating ever so subtly through my physical body from this place inside of the core behind my belly button, deeper and vaster than I could have ever imagined. But it activated this physical connection, this almost even a core muscle that through all my athletic training and sport, sporting background, I had never felt before. It was this thing that had turned on. It was the fire in my belly. And it turned on and waves started undulating up my spine. And prana started filling the space in that knot in my low back. And I started shuddering and shaking and I ended up on the ground and moving in a few different positions, but it was all emerging from this place. My body was moving into these different spontaneous stretches, movements, 
undulations, energy was filling and flooding different places that it had been stuck before. And it started dissolving that knot. And after, I don't even know how long it was, it wasn't really all that long. I kind of lost track of time, but it might have been 20 minutes, 30 minutes or something. Definitely no more than an hour for this entire experience, chanting and everything. And the energy just moved. And then after that, the back pain was gone. The knot had been freed. The knot had been freed. And wow, and I could move freely again. So, whew, it felt good to share that story with you. The knot that had, the spasm that had been in my back for two years was completely gone. Completely gone for three days. And I have to say, it came back a little bit with a twinge. But it's still not back the way it was. And I recognize that I just went and got a little disconnected from my body and that I actually need to keep allowing emergent movement to happen. So I want to share that with you because to me, this story illustrates the healing power of that innate intelligence that is inside the fire in your belly. And it also reminds us that healing or health is not a destination to be achieved, to arrive at. The body is constantly in a dynamic dance with life and all of the changes in the environment, in your emotions, in your experience in life are always needing to be danced with. So you always have to fine-tune and adjust and come back to that core of your being because everything in life is trying to take our attention from that which is most subtle and pure and life-giving. A lot of things, your social media feeds, your television, your news, everything is trying to suck your energy. It's trying to take your attention. And the truth inside of you is non-competitive. It will never try to prove to you that it exists because it just is existence and you have the conscious choice to tune into it or not and that tuning into it is a practice meditation is a practice you don't just meditate once and then oh, I'm done for life you don't just eat once you don't just sleep once and then you're done for life no we are human creatures that are dictated by the world of movement and these diurnal rhythms of the sun circadian rhythms and so we always need more food and we always need more sleep and we always need more meditation and we always need more movement that's part of the dance of life so I recognize the fact that a little bit of that twinge came back that means I didn't 
tune in enough. And instead of me thinking, oh, this back thing is back and I have to deal with it. I want it to go away. That's a perspective that will always cause more pain. But, oh, a little twinge is back now a couple weeks later. Hmm. I'm not, this must just be feedback to me that it's time to tune in more, to be with my body more and to connect with the fire in my belly more every day or at least regularly on some, some regular rhythm. So I'm going to guide you through a practice and you can use this practice as often as you'd like. And it's a practice to help you connect with that depth of the core of your own being if you want a really long extended practice um, it was in the earliest episodes of this show in episode two I have a full body nature healing guided practice that's like a almost that entire hour is a, a long practice I don't know if it was like 30 to 60 minutes the episode's about an hour so that's a really, really deep, immersive practice that you can always go back and listen to and then do this fire in your belly technique right after. But right now, I'll just guide you through a shorter practice to access that. And then we will wrap up for today. So this practice to touch in with the fire in your belly is best practiced either seated or even on hands and knees I've actually found is helpful so if you're like in a cat cow kind of position where you can sit back on your heels and kind of kneel and then lean forward a little bit sometimes it helps connect with the body movement but seated is just fine we're going to use our breath and you want to feel your spine long. So to start, we're going to come into a seat. So you can be kneeling on the ground or you can be cross-legged on your meditation cushion. And if you want to come onto all fours, you just want to have some space in front of you so you can kind of rock forward and come onto your, your hands as well. Um, otherwise, you can do this whole practice seated. So start by setting an intention what is your why why do you want to connect with this fire in your belly make a declaration maybe may I know my inner power may I know my inner passion I am powerful. I am full of power. The core of my being is the wisdom I seek. Feel free to pause this as a recording and state out loud whatever feels most true for you. The affirmation that we'll use today together is that 
the core of my being is the wisdom I seek. The core of my being is the wisdom I seek. The core of my being is the wisdom I seek. Spread your knees wide if you're in a chair with the feet planted firmly on the ground. Feel your hip bones on the solid chair beneath you. Take a deep breath in as you feel your spine lengthen from the tailbone up to the crown of your head. Deep breath in. Open the mouth and let it rush out. Again, feet firmly planted, hips firmly planted. Inhale up the spine. Hold it for just a second. Open the mouth, let it gush out. Good. And on the third one, really make a breathy ha sound. Feet firmly planted, hips planted. Inhale all the way up the spine, long up through the crown of the head. Open mouth, exhale. <sighs> Tuck your chin slightly and feel your posture lean back just a little bit so you feel your hips even more. So you're not leaning forward, but you are directly perpendicular to the ground. As you exhale, start to draw your navel towards your spine. So exhaling, and you don't do this very gently, but try not to force. But as you exhale, navel moves towards your spine, kind of in and up. And then as you inhale, the belly just relaxes. And exhale, and at the end of your exhale, the exhale becomes longer and longer. At the end of your exhale, belly button pulls in and up. And kind of engage the core muscles a little bit as you do that. Relax the belly, inhale, full deep breath. Elongating the exhale on each release. At the end of the exhale, navel pulls in and up as you expel even more air at the end of that breath. Relax the belly. Fill up with air. And now as you inhale, inhale, the navel moves away from the spine, but also the sides of your belly move outward and the back starts to stretch. So you inhale, everything stretches kind of like a barrel in all directions. And then you exhale, navel pulls towards the spine, engaging, exhaling. Relax, inhale, inhale in all directions like a barrel. And exhale, and pulling it all the way in. Now we are going to make the breath just a little bit faster here, just so you really get some movement in the core. 
So just a, the same level of fullness on the inhale and feel it move down to the bottom too. And then on the exhale, just draw it in. And on the inhale, and it doesn't have to be fast, but it's just a little bit more deliberate. If you get lightheaded at any moment, just stop and return your breath to normal. Good. And if that's feeling good to you, the next thing you want to do is just pause for a split second at the top of the inhale and the bottom of the exhale. And just hold. Hold for just a pulse. Good. And just one or two more at your own pace. Good. And on the exhale, hold it a little pulse longer. And then release. Just return your breath to normal. Good. And just observe how your body feels, where you might feel more energy or less energy. Just how's the, how's the energy circulating in your whole body? You should notice it as a subtle sensation. If the energy has collected in your head, you can just, with your awareness, bring it down to your feet. Just imagining that it can trickle through like a little stream as it moves all the way down, flowing down your legs all the way down to your feet into the roots of the earth. breath should still be relaxed slow and deep but not forced now with your awareness draw an imaginary line between your belly button and your back like an axis and then imagine an axis that moves from side to side, going through your first line, navel to spine. And just with your imagination, with your mind's eye, let go of the lines and the axes and just become aware of that deep, that spot where they cross behind the belly button. Just imagining where they cross in space. And see your breath continue to ebb and flow around it. But all of your attention now is on that axis point. Now with your awareness, withdraw your senses and go within to touch that place that fire in your belly imagine that that excess point 
is a teeny tiny grain of sand. With your consciousness get smaller and smaller and smaller. No matter what's going on around you, you can withdraw your awareness into this core center of your being. Imagine as you descend with your consciousness into that tiny little grain of sand point that you go inside the grain of sand and as you look around, all around you in all directions, it's like you're in a massive dome and then the dome just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it's just space all around you. You are inside the grain of sand, but the grain of sand looks like infinite space all around you. Maybe all around you, you notice little twinkling stars, but you are deep inside of the space within. The core of your being is the wisdom you see. from that spaciousness. And that teeny tiny, there's another teeny tiny grain of sand in the center of that space. With your consciousness, dive into there. And as you get inside this little dome or sphere of the grain of sand, this little sparkling grain of sand, you look all around you and the space just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it's so vast, all you see around you is twinkling stars and space. your awareness come back to the center of that space and see yet one more grain of sand sparkling and twinkling with brilliance and radiance dive into that grain of sand notice the dome or spherical shape around you as you enter the grain of sand and then the space just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until all you notice around you are just the vast twinkling stars in the far off distance. center of that space is another grain of sand but as you get closer it's not a grain of sand this one is twinkling even more 
And as you zoom in with your consciousness, you see that it's a tiny little brilliant fire burning. It's a brilliant little fire burning. Gaze at that fire. Look into that fire. Feel the radiance and the warmth, the flicker of brilliance, the intelligence that it holds. Intuitively or out loud in your mind or out loud. Speak your prayers into that fire. As you gaze at that fire and share your sound, maybe just a sound comes from you. Maybe a song, maybe a prayer, maybe words. Take a moment right now as you continue to witness that flame, that fire with spaciousness and twinkling stars all around you. The wisdom you seek is the in the core of your being. Keep witnessing. I'm going to make the sounds that come to me as I witness and look and gaze at that fire. And you feel free to make any sounds or words or prayers that come to you as you gaze at the fire.
up any final sounds, prayers, words, or breaths that you want to take while witnessing the fire. Or simply stay here as long as feels true for you. And give your body space to experience emergent movement. Allow your body to shake, to undulate, to stretch, to move, but not through your mind. Allow this fire deep in the core of your being to move you from the inside out. And as you feel ready, you can continue with emergent movement as long as you'd like. Or simply come back to your seat. And let go of any visualizations. The core of my being is the wisdom I seek. I call upon the light within. I call upon the light within. I call upon the light within. Om Asatoma Satgamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityor Mamritam Gamaya Om 
Asatoma Satgamaya Tamasoma Jotir Gamaya Brityor Mamritam Gamaya Om Asatoma Satgamaya Tamasoma Jotir Gamaya Brityor Mamritam Gamaya Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. Slowly, like you're moving through honey, allow your arms to be animated and sweep up alongside of you in a big arcing circle. So they come up alongside your ears. Chin slightly up, heart slightly up. And then either bring your palms together in a prayer position as you move it. Move down to touch your thumbs to your third eye, the middle of your forehead, honoring the higher intuition and wisdom within. You can bring your hands down to your heart, honoring the great love within. And then bring your hands to rest over your navel, honoring that deep body intelligence and wisdom within. As you feel ready, you can start to open your eyes. And perhaps light a candle in your home to remind you of this inner light within. The core of my being is the wisdom I seek. The core of your being is the wisdom you seek. The wisdom of infinite intelligence is inside of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that today's episode and guided practice nourished your soul, helped you feel more calm and peace within, and ignited that sacred fire, that power and passion within you. If this was supportive for you, please support this podcast, reaching more people by simply leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. The more of us that engage with these practices, the more peace we create on the earth together as a whole. 
Also hit that subscribe button. We have some amazing episodes in store for you and I don't want you to miss out on any of those. Remember, peaceful souls create a peaceful world. Please consider donating to support this podcast and join me in the peaceful world movement at alicialindiaz.com forward slash donate. I'd love to hear how this practice was for you and what arise for you as a result of this conversation. Feel free to email me your questions and your enlightening experiences at hello at alishalindiaz.com. Magical music provided by two beloved artists today. The opening and closing was DJ Taz Rashid, and the meditation music was provided by Elijah Ray. You can support them and their musical brilliance at ElijahRayMusic.com and DJTazRashid.com. Details in the show notes. Thank you so much again for being here today, sending you so much love and blessings, and I will see you on the next episode.